1: CES is underway right now, and I love technology. I love hearing about what's new, what they're coming up with, what's exciting, what may or may not end up as part of our everyday life, or at least part of our everyday life going forward. And there's nobody better to guide us through this than Greg Swan, who is at CES 2024 in Las Vegas. He joins us. On the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, Greg. Thanks for being here.
2: Hey, Jason. Thanks for having me here in Las Vegas. Forty degrees and snow in the mountains, so uh, it is not a desert uh, landscape today.
1: No, no, not uh, not as not as nice as it sometimes is out there, huh?
2: So I'm not. I'm 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 happy to come home on Saturday, but I am here participating in 4,000 exhibits, 1,200 startups, 130,000 people gathered together to be excited about technology to say, what's the new thing, what's the smart thing, and then maybe what are the dumb things, too?
1: All right. What is the main theme, the overarching theme of what you're seeing at CES?
2: So as a social media agency, we pay a lot of attention to how people connect through their technology. And so... We believe that AI, AI is the biggest buzzword right now, right? Yes. It's making CES more social. So my theme is that you can't spell CES without AI, and I think that's a good thing.
1: You like it. You're, you're, you've been very bullish and interested in sort of how AI can affect things, and this is obviously you looking at it as a technology enthusiast, but also through your lens at The Social Lights.
2: That's true. You know, you and I uh, had an exchange a few years ago where um, you mentioned that we look at these new innovations each year, and you wonder which ones we'll, we'll look at and say, that's that, what is the internet anyway moment that right, Katie right. Carrick had right. in 1995? of just, what is this newfangled thing? They're trying to explain email, actually, at the time. And, and so, you know, in my 16 years attending CES as an analyst and as a, a pioneer here, I've seen things, new things, like, quantified self, tracking bands, the Internet of Things, smart home technology, or even, you know, VR and AR, just kind of waiting to catch up with, with normal people. And I really think that there's an inflection point and And the Apple Vision Pro will be a very big launch next, next month for this. And of course, when we say AI, that's very big and broad, and there are implications that are important. And, you know, there's a lot of fear that it's going to take our jobs. And there's also um, a lot of positivity around the solutions it could actually bring.
1: is. Uh, are you seeing overuse of AI where it's really not artificial intelligence, it's just some sort of automation? I feel like AI gets slapped on everything right now.
2: That's a great question. Yeah, I would say the... The majority of booths, and I just told you uh, there was 4,000 exhibits here, the majority of booths probably had the words AI on some sort of signage. Right. <laughs> and was it actually AI or was it an app? Was it uh, Does it just happen to hook to the Internet, and if you say AI, that's good in 2024? I think so. I think we'll look back and be like, well, that was embarrassing, but we kind of had to get that out of our system. Right,
1: right. Greg Swan is with The Socialites, uh, joining us here on CCO. Uh, other trends that you're seeing you told me you've seen uh flying cars some flying cars out there
2: there's always a couple <laughs> flying cars here and you know Are they there really always hel- oh yeah just and you know they put helicopter blades on a car and they've done some sort of demo in the, the desert and you know the truth is our infrastructure can't even carry the the, the planes trains and automobiles that we have today and humans driving cars are pretty dangerous. And so, you know, we don't have the infrastructure to fly a car. But for those of us tracking, so um, in, in the show The Jetsons, George Jetson was born in 2022, and he was 40 years old on that show. So if we're using the Jetsons lore timeline, we actually have 38 years left to get to flying cars. Mm. It's Okay.
1: It's a, <laughs> so we're doing all right. We're doing all right. It's
2: all right. We we got a long time. I you like know, it. as far as other dumb stuff, there. Um, you know, the 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 worst of the worst was the um, this thing called plant plant pets, and it's basically a big mouth billy bass for your house plants, <laughs> and it. You, you plug it into the root system, and it means when you touch the leaves, they dance, and they kind of, like, chirp at you. Oh, my god! And it's just ridiculous. And I, I, I'm not actually sure my plants want to dance. No. I feel bad right. about that. <laughs> I'm not going to spend $40 and then abuse my plants and make them dance. So they, probably won't buy it.
0: Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
1: There is something sort of related that you put in a must buy category. And I have a little experience with one of these uh, myself, Mm -hmm. but indoor gardens.
2: Yeah, so, you know, we've all seen probably the little desktop indoor gardens where you can grow herbs or, you know, spices, that sort of thing. Uh, this year, the indoor garden craze is really hitting the mainstream, and they had the Rise Roma. It lets you grow tomatoes, can and it's bomb. it's pretty big. It's, it's probably the size of, like, an, you know, an oven, um, but it grows tomatoes, cucumbers, okra, pepper, eggplants, Uh Twelve hundred dollars. So yeah. if a Roma tomato is about thirty seven cents, that means you got to cook about thirty, or you got to grow about thirty five hundred of them to break even. <laughs> um, but you know, on it, we look outside the window in the Twin Cities today, or even here in Las Vegas, and we're not growing tomatoes right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, and so that's kind of interesting.
1: It is interesting. I had a garden uh, that we just got rid of. So it's G A R D Y N. Oh and
2: sure.
1: And uh, it hooks into like there are cameras on it, and there's this you know AI element where they tell you what to do, and it was pretty mm-hmm. cool. I have to say it was very very cool. We it was more of a space. It's big and it's got grow lights on it, so like yep. your house is lit up like all the time. It was just a little <laughs> much. And we're keeping it in my wife's office. I'm like I I can just go to the grocery store. It's fine.
2: That's. But if you, cents.
1: but if you have room, like in your kitchen, or if you had a green, oh, if I had a greenhouse, it would be cool.
2: I they, we have plenty of products here uh, for the the greenhouse. That's for sure.
1: Interesting. Do you think like that's part of the the sort of obsession with with plants that seem to be taking over the younger generation? Anyway,
2: we saw that during the lockdown that all of us became really fascinated with. Um, small living and and looking around for more sustainability and starting to see some of the technology accelerate that. But also, it's definitely a luxury item if you're thinking about spending $1,200 on
0: an indoor garden. For sure.
1: Greg Swan is with The Social Lights. It's a social media marketing agency here in the Twin Cities talking to us live from Las Vegas, where CES is underway. Other uh, things that, that you find interesting so far that you've seen out there at CES?
2: Yeah, last year when I checked in with you from the show floor, I was very excited about the Roomba-like lawnmowers, and, and they were getting smarter and smarter. You have a snowblower hookup. I'm not sure it's mm-hmm. quite ready for the blizzard. That's been <laughs> the Twin Cities, But I got to tell you, they were everywhere. All the brands, all the things. I remember when a Roomba vacuum actually hit an end cap at Target, and that was a big deal. You're like, okay, this is mainstream. Like, right. it's on sale. Right. And seeing robot lawnmowers at that level is pretty, pretty cool. And I think that we're going to see more of that. Uh, there's also um, lawnmowers that were full size, like a full size riding lawnmower that would be autonomous. So we're not talking about yeah. small little suburbs. We're talking about, you know, the acreage where my in-laws live.
1: Huh.
2: Um, you know, beyond that, like, again, we're a social media agency. We pay a lot of attention to, to trends and social and uh, metaverse was the big buzzword last year, this year. Lots of innovations toward smart glasses, social worlds, optic vests so you can actually feel when you're in these spaces. And, you know, this is not far-fetched. This is not you and I wearing a VR helmet, like, having this conversation. We're talking about, like, a near future where um, today we see Generation Alpha spending a lot of time in Roblox and Minecraft. There's technology that helps unlock that. Pretty cool. Sony had a fan engagement um, system. A lot had a social shopping uh, experience. There was a big box retailer that had virtual try-ons. Just a lot of near tech. It's not quite there. And I think that the Apple Vision Pro that launches next month is probably going to be perceived just like the iPhone. It'll be, "Uh, it's expensive. It's a dud. And then it'll change the whole category. And probably two years from today, we'll have this conversation and we'll be like, what kind of smart glasses do you have? Hmm. What are you doing? What's your spatial computing marketing strategy Interesting. at WCCO?
1: Well, if anyone's going to be out in front on a spatial computing marketing strategy,
2: <laughs> it's going to be this
1: AM radio station. I'll guarantee you that. Greg Swat is with the Social Lights. Uh, biggest takeaway for you as you get ready to come back and kind of unlock some of this stuff for the clients you work with?
2: I'm really impressed and proud of a lot of the exhibitors this year that spent time explaining what ai is Mm -hmm. and you know my my that idea of like my first ai google has a huge investment here explaining what bard is and generative ai and the new youtube tools Uh, i did go to the sphere the the giant glowing advertising vehicle that um, has 14 times more shares on social than people who see it in real life it's so cool it's so cool oh my gosh inside six ai powered robots that you could talk to and ask questions and they can see you and so they're like hey i see you have a new york yankees hat are you from new york and i know and the back end that's just algorithms it's just very simple little scripts and things but really from a mainstream perspective good for them for starting to bring people along and it used to be you had to go to the world's fair to see this kind of technology now you can see this for 69 dollars on a ticket in las vegas so wild
1: so wild Cool stuff. Greg Swan, thank you for taking some time to chat with us today. We appreciate it.
2: Absolutely. See you on the Internet. All
1: right. Greg Swan, the chief creative and strategy officer at the Social Lights agency right here in the Twin Cities. 547. We'll take a break and come back and talk about sitting at a bar stool.